therapy and it sucked like it really like questioned me like is this the feel that you're that I'm really meant for what if it's this like what if it's something else hi great <laughs> how are you I'm good, I'm good. Just um, enjoying my summertime. Yeah. Before fall. Yeah, for How sure. How about you? How are you? I'm good, I'm good, yeah. I'm so excited for our conversation today. It's it's like, yeah, I'm too. like, finally, yes, music therapy on my podcast and YouTube. Like, <laughs> yay! Yeah. Yeah, that's what unite us in the first, I mean, that's what like, that's why we met in the first place, you know, because we both study music therapy. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. But before we get dive into the topic, um, if you can give a short introduction of yourself, that'd be really great. Sure. Yeah. So, hi everyone. Um, my name is Laura, and I'm from Indonesia. Um, if you don't know where it is, basically, if you know Bali, so Bali is is in Indonesia. <laughs> so, um, I'm a music therapist and also a music teacher currently based in Boston. So I teach piano uh, for school age children as well as doing my music therapy practices with elders uh, with dementia and also adults uh, in mental health settings. So. Mm. Nice, nice. Doing amazing work. <laughs> you and I, uh, we studied together at Berkeley and we we were able to learn from like really well-known music therapist pioneers um like Suzanne mm. Hanser, Karen Wax mm. um and so many more that we had the honor and privilege to really be under their wings <laughs> um yeah yeah and so um one of the things that Laura and I have discovered is that where is music therapy in Asia like and like how is it like this year and um, how was it established and where and how it's being processed in Asia. I was on YouTube and still there was not a lot of videos that was posted about music therapy in Asia. Um, I just feel like, I mean, the program is still there in Asia in some parts of the country, but I feel like there's not enough of advocacy as I hope, as I like wish to see. Um, I'm pretty sure you agree with that, Laura. Um, so, yeah, mm, yeah, and so we thought that it would be a great um, opportunity to invite Laura. Um, she's from Indonesia and she's been uh, also interviewed from like in the news before in Indonesia about her uh, music therapy work field. So, yeah, I'm excited to share with you guys what is music therapy and you know like where is music therapy in asia so how about we start with you know what is music therapy and laura um if you can share with us like your own definition of music therapy that'd be great sure yeah so again thanks um thank you grace firstly for this opportunity because we're all about advocacy you know it Reminds me of our time um, with Kathleen Holland. I don't know if you, yeah, if you like take a class with her. Yeah, uh, she's or amazing. Because like, uh, she's all, yeah, she's all about 
as we can also which is important for our small field. Um, but if if you ask about my own definition, um, for me, music therapy is the clinical use of music mm. to achieve therapeutic goals, mm. um, whether it's to manage pain, reduce anxiety, and um, we're gonna talk more about it hopefully a little bit later. Mm. But I also like to like give some concrete examples, like we could use music therapy for premature babies. Added children with special needs, um, all the way to adults in mental health setting, and to elders suffering from dementia or mm. Parkinson's disease. So, yeah. Um, again, if you Google what is music therapy, there's like a couple of definitions. But sometimes I feel they're a little too sciency, like like mm. like like you know that's yeah. I always like to give examples because I think that's more engaging too and like yeah 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 most definitely yeah like a lot of people would ask me that and like how does it work so I figured okay I'm just gonna add an example after I explain what it is because uh, I feel like if they were if they could also visually kind of uh visually see like generally what is happening in the session I feel like that would also be a more better understanding um yeah yeah and speaking of Music therapy in Asia, um, especially in my country, Indonesia, when you say like music therapy or music for healing, uh, a lot of people still think that it's like, you know, you go into a room and then you just sit nicely and then you listen to music mm. and then like, you know, just just like be more relaxed. Yeah. But it's, it, it's, it's, well, although we have like, you know, like we do utilize meditation mm. and there's like this specific approach of guided imagery, right? Mm-hmm. Like in music therapy, but it's more than just that because we use live music, especially here in America. Mm-hmm. We like to pl- use the guitar mm-hmm. and also like other instruments. So it's not just like listening mm-hmm. to the music um, as w- what my people will generally think. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's like because of there's not a lot of advocacy in it. And I, I definitely do understand like, like why, like that's still um, the case in, for some people of when they think what music therapy is. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think, um, I mean, our field is primarily like a bit new compared to like other programs yeah. that are provided in Indonesia, like in the music therapy, like how, like which population is a bit more focused in that field? So currently in my country, there's sadly there isn't much like uh, practice yet, mm-hmm. uh, like around the whole like island because we have like five main big islands and then like like actually we have seventeen thousand islands, <laughs> but it's it's like more concentrated in like the capital city and even just like a small area because uh, there's only one university who has that major too. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that there ha- uh, there's one hospital that employs a f- uh, full-time music therapist there who happens to be my colleague too, uh, mm-hmm. or like friend. And she's doing neurologic music therapy wow. uh, for uh, adults patient in the, in the rehab setting. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, patients with 
stroke or those who suffer like traumatic brain injury. Right. So that's one, but but again, it's just her in like the whole hospital. Mm-hmm. So we're still trying to also advocate for that. Like again, not many people know about it yet, and um, there's like a few. Uh, private practices going on for children with special needs. So mm-hmm. those are the main two that I know. Yeah. From like talking to uh, the music therapists there, who are also credentialed. You know. Mm, I see. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's slowly building, right? Yeah, it's slowly building. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. I know in a, I know in in like a few other countries, like in Singapore and Taiwan, they have, they have. A few music therapists to like employed in the like general hospitals, especially in Singapore and like schools, like a special education setting. So, right. um, but yeah, mm. not much going like outside of that population. Yeah, so. yeah. Are there yeah. colleges that provide music therapy programs? So in Indonesia, there's there is there's one. There's only one university who offered like um, like um, undergrad major similar like music therapy here, but mm-hmm. they are also uh, still in a very small uh, student population. So mm-hmm. um, it's kind of it's been there for I think for about seven years, but mm. there's like like uh, like you know we're still struggling to uh, increase their awareness and right. there's like only a few students so right yeah um, i feel like there's a lot of work to be done in asia but yeah you know like yeah. it's never too late you know and i think the fact how both of us have a passion in advocating for music therapy in asia i think that's mm. super awesome um like I know that in Korea is not also that well established, mm. and in America for sure. Okay. Um, from my own knowledge, there's so far there's one college, um, that's Iwa University, which is an all woman college that provides music therapy program. Um, but I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other colleges, but I just don't recall on top of my head right now. Mm. Um, and like, and also like I've been trying to I've, I've been trying to like keep up with the music therapy journals yeah. that's been published online yeah. as well not so many about South Korea um, but I did find this one article um gosh I forgot her name it's it's gonna be on top here I'll, I'll type it out um but she actually writes an article um and a research study about woman empowerment in South Korea mm-hmm. because like women's in Korea are really looked down upon and set like a set role in the household of what their job is and like that they should like stay home mom and just taking care of their kids um cooking for their husband when they come back home like those type of stereotypes like stereotypical unfortunately still exist in Korea um I mean it has gone a lot better um from the past but the stigma is still there and so um, what this music therapy did a research study on is empowering women and just allowing them to have a voice in expressing their full emotions and like what's been like really heavy in their chest in their hearts um, and so I thought that was so cool and like really awakening 
oh gosh that's my dog i'm sorry <laughs> yeah and that's very inspiring yeah sounds like mm. it can be ap uh, applicable to a lot of like women in like asia too i think it's uh, mm. pretty uniform like the in like the patriarchal society like back in the days where like men are the breadwinner and then women just stay in the house but yeah yeah those those interventions sounds like um effective way to like you know bring out the suppressed emotions maybe of like those uh uh people um so actually indonesia is the fourth largest population um like we're so i think it's china us india and then us so i really feel that there's a lot of people who can benefit from music therapy whether it's the elders um adults and children um and also at the same time there are a lot of really talented people and musicians mm. who 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 can be trained to be a music therapist uh, in my uh -huh. in my country. So I do hope that um, if I'm ever like settled there, uh, I could help build the community there. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I was just thinking about the Facebook group that you invited me. Like yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Like like yeah. Did, did you join any of their meetings? Because I haven't had the chance. No, so I didn't get the chance to join the meetings. I think uh, there was a time zone difference and it just clashed with my other schedule, so it didn't work out. Yeah. But I believe there's going to be more, so I'm excited. Um, but yeah, I found this group as I was like searching a lot about music therapy on Facebook. Um, yeah, and then I just joined. I was like, this exists? And then I was so, so happy and I was like super thrilled because... I love it when something that I'm really passionate in and there's like a group for that group for those people to share their vision because that really gets me so excited and super inspiring like I get to see and witness all these things that people from my culture like mm -hmm. Asia generally if I'm yeah. speaking that way uh, they have such huge vision, not just only serving music therapy services in America, but also outside of the country as well. And Asia, or even like uh, South America, or mm. like, just like everywhere. And I was like super inspired and I felt like, wow, this is so nice. I think they like made that group when we were all stuck in quarantine. Oh. And during, yeah, and during quarantine, I've never like felt this way before, but I actually like did lose some motivation, a little bit of motivation mm. in what I was passionate in, which is music therapy. And it sucked. Like it really like questioned me, like, is this the field that you're that I'm really meant for? What if it's this? Like what if it's something else? And like I, I was just so discouraged and like I remember I took like a month break of just doing nothing like I didn't even study for my CBMT exam like for that one month um and I was just trying to like just really enjoy the moment um because I feel like I was just trying to survive off of this like quarantine and COVID like oh what is going on you know but um yeah like I was able to like really get back on my feet and that that fire that passion was like built up again and um like I can't separate my faith in this in mm. this field but like God really woke me up and mm. implanted like so many great visions mm. in me and 
I mean, like I there's this podcast and yeah, like and uh, just like giving, just like allowing me to see other music therapists, like mentors, and seeing yeah, like how they're mean. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah I've definitely so many- seen a couple of my like super like former supervisors who are also Asian, like mm-hmm. someone from the Philippines and even some of the Asian music therapists that I met in the conferences. So it's just nice to have that community to like, as you say, to inspire all of us again and to motivate each other because this pandemic is like really making everyone struggle. Like, Mm. like, uh, like actually for my current music therapy practice, it's, 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 it's like a little bit on, on like pause because I work mainly for the geriatrics population so because mm. the elders are very v- vulnerable with COVID-19 you know so yeah uh, um, we are not allowed yet even until today to go back to the nursing home mm. or to the hospital unit or even in the psych unit that I usually go with because yeah. um, of you know so it's just nice to have each other who can relate to to the to like our culture because Asian do have similar like like you know like cultural context and all yeah that is true because of covid it definitely changed our industry in in a lot of ways yeah because unfortunately like singing is like one of the used activities for water droplets to come out more than just regular talking yeah it's so hard because it's like i also teach preschools like general mm. music just like in a like a you know, like a small private school and like my supervisor told me like and this is even online session and then there and 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 she's like try to limit singing because you know then it will encourage the like like you know like to prevent like any cross-contamination yeah. of droplets and all that so it's mm-hmm. really hard and thankfully we have technology so i've seen that some telehealth are uh, going well like I've seen some mm. of the music therapists have been like doing like other zoom calls or uh, like telehealth session that's what they call yeah but definitely a lot of us are also impacted um, mm. so yeah that is a really big unknown <laughs> for for our field but I'm sure like I mean one of the greatest thing about music therapists is that music therapists are so creative so yeah. they'll find a way so I'm not worried yeah we'll find, <laughs> we all find a way yeah oh I have yeah. a question for you uh yeah I think you mentioned like uh before that you have like one of these um vision for bringing like some Asian music therapists to different Asian countries, uh, like even since like freshman year, right? Um, So can you talk more about that? Because I really want to join the trip. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yay. Yeah. I'm so glad that you mentioned this. So my vision when I uh, first got into the music therapy program at Berkeley, I was like, wow, I want to make my own organization where I can Mm -hmm. ask other music therapists to come along with me in advocating and doing music therapy services in Asia. And less developed country as well. Um, that was my ultimate goal, um, but definitely because of COVID, uh, mm. it, it guess it looks a little different. I'm still trying to figure out, but at the same time, like I'm just 
trying to go step by step. But yeah, like the reason why like I had such a big passion towards Asia was because like Korea, like I was not born in Korea. I was mm, born in mm. the US. Mm. And when I spent like all when I spent my college times at Berkeley, I really got to meet international Korean students. Mm. And through them, I was able to like learn more about my culture. I did mm. learn about my culture through my parents, but I never mm. bothered to ask and like I wasn't yeah. as interested. Um but yeah, just like being surrounded by my people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Koreans. Yeah, so. Koreans. It I was like, wow, like I do want to contribute my gifts and talents to Korea in Korea. Like I don't want to just like keep it to myself or like utilize all these skills just in America. Like although that is like a honor and privilege to do, but then I want to share it with the people in Korea. Like I I wonder I'm I'm sure like it, it caused no harm. Like music therapy is such an unharmful um approach and it's like a uni- music is truly a universal language too. And yeah, like I, I, I still have a heart for it. I don't know what that looks like or that will look like. But it's still there. Um, but yeah, I you yeah, girl, you better so come beautiful. with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful like uh, like plan. I mean, just making it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Organization yeah. and like you know, bringing people together and even more like advocating for music therapy in Asia. So I hope we'll be able to do it someday and yeah. like maybe bring a lot of instruments to. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I definitely do want to go visit Indonesia too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know if is... I've I don't know if I've told you about this, but actually mm. in high school, I um, it's funny because we had like this um, like compulsory surface trip where um, mm. uh, and a fr- and a couple of friends and and I we just went to Korea actually, and we. Mm perform like a small concert for the children with special needs and also who have some mental disorders there and it was uh-huh. I remember seeing like a door with like uh like a card like playing says music therapy so actually that's the first time I've ever seen like the phrase music therapy in Asia like the, the, oh, wow. this was in like 2012 or 2013 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh I know there's a, there's been a like growth in Seoul or South Korea oh. so and yeah. in the re- literature to like research articles there's some mm. Korean music therapists who've, who've, wow. who've been doing some really good work actually yeah wow yeah I do I wish I like had connections with those Korean music therapists in Korea <laughs> but yeah well I mean if you're a music therapist and from Asia, like we would love to connect with you guys. So you can like comment down below your, yeah. uh, your website or uh, even your email. If you feel like comfortable sharing with us or you can like private message me. Um, yeah. So that would yeah, be so or cool if you were. <laughs> yeah. Or Laura girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That'd be so cool. Um, yeah. I think, um, definitely like music therapist services like still exist in asia it's just like mm. um i just it's just not like like 
out there yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 We have a lot yeah, of work to do, but yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of work to do in a good way. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, Laura, thank you so much for joining me in this Let's Grab Coffee. I forgot to ask you, do you have coffee or tea with you? Oh, um, oh no, I actually didn't have one. But let me hear before <laughs> my sister. Mobile. Wait, sorry, one second. Mobile, can I get your sugar cane, please? <laughs> yeah, sorry. So I totally missed because, oh, a fun fact, I don't drink coffee, like, Oh, like only if I really need it, but mm, yeah, I have like this sugar cane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. Today I went to boba. I, I oh, boba nice. boba. So I just got. Oh, a boba is that drink, matcha? But... Matcha. Boba? Yes, matcha oh. strawberry latte. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can o- I I can only drink matcha latte like from mm. like Starbucks or because mm-hmm. I don't usually drink yeah. coffee, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Laura, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll, yeah, and we'll definitely talk more about music therapy in Asia. There will be a part two uh, later. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, guys, for watching. Please feel free to comment down below. And if you're a music therapist that want to connect with connect with uh, me and Laura. yeah we love to hear from you guys and if there's anything that we miss about music therapy in asia feel free to comment down that as well so um, yeah thank you all right laura yeah thank you all right bye laura bye